0: G'day everyone, Big Aussie Prepper here, and welcome to episode 13 of the podcast, Lucky Number 13. Today we're talking about EDC, which stands for Everyday Carry. Now, EDC can be things that are on your person and things that you're carrying in your bag, backpack, bum bag, fanny pack, whatever you want to call it, Um, many different things. If you're a woman, you might have a purse. If you're, you know, anyone can have a purse, of course, if you want. A handbag is what I meant, and that can be many different things. Before we start, I wanted to go over some of the other bags that preppers often talk about because there's a lot of confusion um, or should say confusing terminology when it comes to things like this. Um, we have the things like the bug out bag or B-O-B or Bob. Um, that's when you are planning to remove yourself from a situation, the kind of bag that you would grab and go. And we'll be covering all of these different ones in, in different uh, podcasts and videos. Uh, I just wanted to mention a few of them. Yeah, The one we're talking about today is the EDC or Everyday Carry Bag or Kit. They have things that you would use on a daily basis. Uh, An Individual First Aid Kit, or IFAC, uh, is more of a medical-orientated one. The Get Home Bag, or GHB, Try and get my acronyms uh, right here. The idea is, um, as opposed to an EDC, which you'd be carrying all the time, the Get Home Bag is the kind of one you would, um, if you were far away from home, you you would grab to, to get yourself home again. A lot of these can be uh, crossed over, and this isn't a comprehensive list either. Sometimes the get-home bag can also be called a 72-hour kit, uh, something that's designed to allow you to survive for 72 hours out in the wilds of where you might be. A uh, go-bag is something that you would have at home. It's actually commonly used in um, people such as the law enforcement, who might have a bag that um, if there's some sort of emergency, they can grab to go. Uh, but you know, in a home sort of bag, you might have some extra clothes and and stuff in there. So if you needed to leave, so once again, the go bag and the bug out bag and stuff all have different purposes, and a lot of them can be really interchangeable. Uh, you've got a car B O B or B O V. So the something that might not be in a bag, it might actually be in a box or something in your car. So a bug out box would still work, wouldn't it? And uh, that's if you have things that have happened in relation with your car. You have the things you need. So some jumper cables, um, a spanner, um, lug wrench, car jack, things like that would be in there charging cables, charging box if you've got a little battery charger. Uh, get Out of Dodge or Good Bag, uh, that one's if you happen to go further. And then there's the I'm Never Coming Home Bag or I-N-C-H Bag or Inch. Um, and that's something I hope to never have to, to need, but it has supplies for you to basically restart your life. So a lot of different bags, but today we're talking about EDC. As I mentioned, your EDC can also be what's on your person, your clothes and the things in your pockets and on your belt. Uh, Here in Australia, we're not going to be very likely to be having a gun uh, in that kind of uh, collection. So keep that in mind when we're going forwards here, that this is from an Australian perspective. So for me, just looking in front of me right now, I've got some things out that are on my person all the time. I have my phone, which also doubles as my uh, wallet. So there's money and cards in there as well. My phone has got quite a few useful apps, and we will be doing an entire podcast just on my favorite preparedness apps as well. Um, I also have one of those credit uh, card-sized multi-tools, which I wouldn't put much faith in, but, you know, it's good to have a little something extra in there. It's the size of a credit card or a business card, and it has multiple things on it. It has a cutting edge and uh, has a ruler and, you know, a bottle opener and stuff. Uh, Also, on my person at all times, or almost all times, um, I've got um, a Leatherman Wave, which was a a gift to me, the Leatherman Wave. That's one of my favorite Leatherman uh, tools it has uh, pliers, and it has a um, serrated knife, and it has a file, and a little pair of scissors, which I actually use quite often. The scissors work really well. It also has a couple of um, normal-sized um, screw bits, and also a very fine, precision one as well. So it's great for repairing things. I don't know a number of times someone said, hey, can you help me fix this? And I just pulled out my multi-tool and go, yep, I can fix that. Uh, very, very useful. I've also started carrying this little combination collection of um, hex keys, which also has a couple of screw bits on it as well. It kind of folds out in the video, I'll um, show it off. I just find it's another very handy one to have, uh, particularly if you're going like bike riding or something. Sometimes they need a bit of adjustment. If the handlebars come loose, it's uh, handy to have one of those on you. It doesn't weigh too much and it's quite uh, well constructed. Um, I also often have um, a Ziploc on me with some notes in it, some money. Uh, Always a good one to have some spare cash. Doesn't always fit in my wallet. It's a little bit uh, slimline on that one. Uh, I've also got a lighter in one of my pockets. I'm actually not sure which one. I've also started carrying a pen, a permanent marker, and my notebook in my um, shorts as well. It is summer here in Australia, so I'm doing the old uh, cargo shorts. I also have cargo pants for the winter, and they're my favorite kind of uh, clothing, because lots and lots of pockets is never a bad thing. Uh, also on me is my belt obviously to keep all this stuff together and and to keep it up and something I'm going to be doing with my belt is I've got a leather punch, I'm actually going to put extra holes in my belt if you put holes all the way around your belt in even spacing and I'll show you how to do that uh, in a nice uh, even way then if you need to use your belt for something else like a tourniquet or tourniquet how do you say that right uh, you would have the holes in a position where belts normally wouldn't have them and you'd be able to tighten that up really good you could also use it for lashing, for making um, some sort of emergency shelter. Although, if you're using about your for that, then you're really um, in a much worse position than I would be able to help you with, with these suggestions. Some things I want to add to my on-body EDC would be a small amount of paracord, um, a small amount of duct tape. You can wrap that around an old credit card. There's a couple of tutorials out there. Just type in duct tape credit card, and you'll see how to do that. Uh, some places even sell um, flat duct tape that you can put in your pocket, which will also be a handy one. And these one kind of things I literally do use on a daily basis. And that's the idea behind the EDC is things that you will be carrying that you need to use daily. So like I said, my multi-tool, having the ability to get that out and open a package or um, tighten a, a screw somewhere, it's incredibly useful. Oh, the other thing that I've got tucked away in my um, on-body EDC before we move on to um, backpacks and shoulder bags is I've got one of the old little um, P38 um, army can openers, it folds up quite nicely and actually just slips into the same um, housing as uh, my Leatherman multi-tool Which I should also mention at this point in Australia, technically it is illegal to carry knives uh, on you in most states I can't speak for all states, but I know at least in Victoria where I live, you are not allowed to carry weapons for self-defense, very different from a lot of places um, around the world, definitely also similar to a lot of places, I know around England and And Russia, for example, both have some very similarly strict um, rules as to what you can and cannot uh, carry on you. So if I was to be stopped by law enforcement, I would say that if they asked me if I had anything sharp, I would have to say uh, yes. And if they asked me why I was carrying a multi-tool, I would say that I would need it as part of my job. As um, one of my many jobs as a computer technician, I often need to be able to um, cut wires or um, to screw and unscrew things. So I would have a valid reason for having that. In fact that it also has a knife on it, you would use that for opening boxes. A good rule of thumb though, from what I've heard for law enforcement is, um, keep your mouth shut. So if they ask you what it's for, don't answer. And then, you know, refer to your um, lawyer. All right, well let's move on to your actual bag as well. At the moment, and we'll see this in the video, I'm using a shoulder messenger bag type arrangement for my EDC. It is not the most comfortable after using it for quite a bit. I usually um, wear it when I'm walking the dogs as well. And it's not the most comfortable. I find I have to sometimes change the shoulder strap from one side to the other. It doesn't have good padding on it either. However, for Christmas, I actually got... it up here. It is the Caribou OP's 50-liter uh, backpack. And it is very nice. I went for the... Um, who's the black? I opened it uh, the other day, but... Uh, I haven't had a chance to play with it uh, much yet, but I'll be doing that in the video as well. I decided not to go for the, the tactical uh, camouflage colour because I'm in a suburban environment, and as we've been talking about being the, you know, the grey man or the big man, uh, for me, a bit of grey man, at least, I can wear a backpack that just looks more like a backpack than something sort of uh, military. Uh, that's going to become my new everyday carry. Probably, be, probably a bit big for most people for... Uh, maybe an everyday carry, but I plan to be carrying sort of a bit more than what I need for just everyday. My one is going to be a bit of a multi-purpose everyday carry, mixed with um, sort of a, a get home bag, or a, but not quite, maybe not quite a seventy-two hour bag, but I probably could actually configure it that way too. So, what about the things you're going to be putting in your EDC bag? Well, you need to really think about your environment, think about what you do on a daily basis. Uh, if you're living on a farm as opposed to living in suburbia like I am, then you're probably going to need more in your sort of everyday carry. You're going to need things perhaps uh, if you need uh, some tools for uh, repairing fences and fixing things when you're out in the field, whereas opposed to me, uh, I might have a need for uh, tools for fixing things around the house or um, working on small things on the car, although that would be you know, the job of the car B.O.B., um, Other things I like to have are maps of the local area. So if you need to pull out a map, you can have a physical copy, not just on your phone. Very good if there's a problem with the power or your phone runs flat. Uh, Definitely a water bottle. I like the insulated uh, two-layer metal ones. They're great ones to put in the bag. They're fairly durable. Uh, There's other options like glass, which obviously is usually the best option, but not the most durable. So I'd probably still go for the metal ones. You're going to want some way of starting fire. You want to basically cover all of your basics of um, preparedness. So you want to have water, you want to have shelter, so you might consider a very thin, light jacket, something that you could roll up quite small, so that if you're in um, something that has a bit of a wind-breaking property. So if the weather suddenly changes, you can throw that on and at least have some extra layers. I like to keep a uh, bucket hat or two and a beanie or two. I've got this nice little beanie that kind of converts into a, a neck warmer as well, and they're great during winter. But uh, weather conditions in Australia can change pretty quickly and you might go from a hot day in summer to a rather cool night as well. So if you're living out in the desert, you know what about that. Um, Extreme heat during the day and extreme cold at night. So some good things to have in your EDC. What else? Well, you might have a few tools, as I mentioned. Uh, You could also have uh, a small amount of food. Food's a bit of a hard one, I think, because it's... You know, if it gets lost down the bottom of the bag and gets squashed and whatnot, so maybe store that in a, um, a hard case. And consider things that aren't going to go off easy. Don't do things like nut bars. I've never had it happen to me, but I have heard that the oils in the nuts will go off quite easily and quickly, particularly in a bit of heat, and the things will go rancid. Um, I've never gotten into yet uh, MREs uh, or meals ready to eat, so I can't really comment too much on those. You could consider some uh, easily diet de- or could consider some dehydrated food if you can put a little tin and stuff for making fire in there. In a situation where you can't get home in a hurry, if you need to be stopping to rest, you could uh, set up a little fire and heat up some water and cook some, some soup or some noodles. There's some things that I'll be having in my uh, bag. I've got a little camp, um, what do we call them, a little saucepan. It folds out and it has some other accessories in there. I do have some portable cooking solutions as well, which I'll be considering putting in there, like I said, more than just EDC for me. Definitely you want to have some sanitary items, so a couple of packets of small tissues, some hand sanitizers, some wet wipes. Um, this day and age, having a few spare uh, masks wouldn't go astray in case you need to replace one. Uh, some gloves, either latex or nitrile if you have anyone who has allergies to latex or if the person, if you might be having someone, might have them. Other medical things, you just have a little medical kit that's sort of separate, but as part of your bag, have um, some simple things like some um, saline um, and some betadine. So saline is for washing out a wound. Let's say you fall over and and graze your knee or get some bits of debris embedded in you. You want to be able to get those out. So some saline to help rinse them out, and then some betadine just to help treat the initial wound, and then some other band-aids, bandages. I'm going to be doing a whole section on medical. I'm going to get the mysterious Mrs. M to help us out with that one. Um, having the nursing background and giving us some advice on what we should have in our in our packs on a uh, more medical front. Uh, and definitely you should have some sort of light source. So whether either have a small lantern, uh, you can get some pretty cool ones that fold up and fold out. Um, I think just a couple of different torches and some batteries stored properly for those in case you need them. You put in a couple of glow sticks. However, once again, if they were to break in your bag down the bottom and you didn't realize it, well, then that's going to be a bit of a problem. So maybe store them in something a bit more durable so you can be sure that when you pull them out and crack them, you can have at least a few hours of, of light. That can be a great comfort one too for your kids' uh, EDC, which will be another topic as well, what you put in your kids' EDCs. We have talked about kids and preparedness, and uh, we still need to go through their bags. Um... I have been starting to get some more of the videos done. I'm a bit behind on the videos, but over the next few weeks, I'm going to be producing lots of videos, so you eye out for those. Particularly, this one's going to be fun because I get to play with my new uh, backpack and do a bit of a bag dump for my old one. I'm sure there's lots more that I've forgotten here, and it's going kind to of very much depend on the situation that you are looking at. If you're looking at a situation where there are um, civil unrest or some sort of uh, event going on, then maybe it's okay if you, um, I don't want to advocate this, but if you have a, a fixed blade knife, then maybe that's something you might want to have um, able to put into your bag. I want to be very careful when I say that uh, because definitely the laws in Australia do not uh, sort of align for those kind of things. Uh, I've got some other ones for um, the home defense items we'll be talking about in another podcast soon, which I've uh, recently got as well. And once again, it's a bit of a contentious issue. Bit easier to have something inside your home than um, something you are carrying with you. Another example is um, if there was a you know a grid down kind of um, situation, then having something like a, a set of lock picks, if you know how to use them, on you would also be kind of handy to, if you'd had some barriers that you needed to get through. Uh, never uh, for any unlawful reasons. I uh, do not promote or endorse uh, looting in any way, shape, or form. Uh, we might we have a talk about some hypothetical situations in a, in a future podcast where we can sort of fantasize a bit where, hey, what if Australia did have some laws that allow you to, to properly defend yourself? So um, but We're also going to be talking about, well, we can't do that, so you know, what are the alternatives? And I've got some cool ideas for that. Uh, I'm working on a few special uh, survival items that you could actually create yourselves uh, for a very low budget and be able to protect ourselves when you're out and about, and And not get into, hopefully, too much trouble for having them. So I think that's about all for now. Uh, Do come by when the video is up and post some comments on there. I don't know how to set up comments for the podcast, but I might have to look into that one uh, because I would like to get some more feedback from you guys. Let me know what I've missed. I know I've missed a few things, and we'll cover those when I do my actual video for this where we do the bag dump. And I have a think about um, and probably show how I'm going to repack my new one because there's certain ways you should and should not pack your. Um, bags for proper weight distributions and things like that. So thanks everyone for coming along and until next time, don't forget if you can't be the grey man, be the big man. See yous!